Hey, hey! <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Hey, Amy, how's it going? Oh, it's awesome, Kirsten. Great to talk to you again. So excited about how um, financial goals we're going to talk about and fitness relate. So yeah. Awesome. I know. And here's the thing is my, even before I started Fitness Inspired, when I was just training on the side, um, I had the mission, Making Changes You Love to Live With. And I'm so glad this is the name of the podcast because yes, of course, it relates to our health and fitness, but it also relates to other things we want to improve. We want to make changes in our finances and our money that we love to live with as well. So I'm so excited to have my financial advisor on today. And why don't you just tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself and then can you get right into giving us some ideas for how we can do that? Um, sure, I sure will. Um, first of all, I am Amy Hovey, and I'm an advisor with Edward Jones, and I'm out of Mount Pleasant, Michigan, where Kirsten first started her boot camps, and uh, we were just talking about this earlier. She she started in 2008, um, and that's when I first met her, which seems like forever ago. Um, but she's still a very important person in my life. And now she's my daughter's trainer. So that's pretty cool. Um, um, it's awesome. <laughs> so quite often we actually have a program and we often talk about financial fitness. You know, people always, when they talk about fitness, only think it has to do with, you know, your physical being. But yeah. as we all know, like you have to have your mind prepared for um, doing things and it, you know, just getting your financial house in order um, really helps your mindset and helps you, you know, in other ways of your life. So. Right. um, Exactly. And I mean, I think I have noticed over the years when I'm getting stronger in certain areas of my life, sometimes it gives a ripple effect to others. Like I can use some of the same principles that we, that I do in Fitness Inspired with with my finances, with maybe my organization in my house, you know, like things like that. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think you're right. It all does pass on. I know um, in your fitness inspired, we talk about goals um, and making them smart goals. You know, we do the same thing in, in finance. We talk about setting financial goals and making them smart goals, you know, having them specific, you know. What are you, why do you go to work every day? You know, what is your why? Is it to, you know, provide an education for your kids? Is it to, you know, pay your bills? Um, what is yeah. that why? Um, you know, that's, it's important to know why you do things. Just like, you know, you and I always talk about why do you get up at 530 in the morning to work out? You know, right. um, yeah. what's important to you? Um, so right. just, just making those specific and measurable and achievable um 
those types of things pass right through yeah. to every aspect of your life. That's right. And I mean, I have really noticed, you know, thinking about taking a step back and playing the long game with with everything. So in fitness, I kind of talk about it more as a lifestyle. Can you give us any tips about playing the long game with our finances in like any specific action steps or thoughts that we can kind of do rather than sometimes people think of a means to an end, you know, like right. raise and do this, like, and then boom, then they stop doing whatever got them to there. And we need to think about like, take a step back and say, like you said, the why, and don't judge ourselves for it, right? I've noticed a lot of people that I coach don't want to say their real why, and I'm like, no, 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 say your real why. And then if it needs to be a little deeper, we can dig down a little deeper and that's fine. But don't judge yourself for it because all of us are motivated a little bit differently. So oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I often get this question, um, especially if like we're at a dinner party or something, Everybody, yeah. you know, people come up to me, how much money do I need? And I always tell them that's such a silly question because it's so personal how much money you need in retirement, you know, Um, but what is a reality and is, is true for all of us, you know, in retirement, your, our only income right now that we have outside of what we save for ourselves is social security. So Mm -hmm. we are really going to be responsible for about 60% of our own, you know, lifestyle choices when we get to retirement. So, you know, and the earlier we can take these actions to save financially, the better off we're going to be just like, you know, starting with simple steps in fitness, you start with simple steps in finance, you know, there's a process of, you know, what you should save for first. And, you know, the other thing, and I, I think that you find this as well, people are, are scared to even open the conversation because they don't feel like they have have enough money or they're doing the right things. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, probably when you first meet clients, they're scared to say, you know, I don't even know that I can do, you know, 20 minutes of exercise or five minutes of exercise. So they're embarrassed, but Mm -hmm. there's no sense in ever being ashamed of, of where you're at. And, you know, just taking those first steps is the most important Absolutely. Yeah, that is a really, really good point, Amy. And I always like try to put people at ease and I'm sure you do too. And it's like, this is your life you're talking about. And, you know, you and I have seen it all and we all start somewhere, but that's like really, really great point. So what if, what would you suggest if that those feelings are coming up for us? Um, Maybe I did this a little bit more with my business finances than personal. I really was early on tried to, you know, do some research and educate myself from a biz or from a like personal finance standpoint. But I didn't really, I don't know, dive into what do I do from a business finance standpoint. So if we're sitting here or walking on this beautiful <laughs> podcast, um, if we're thinking, oh my goodness, that's me, I'm embarrassed, where do I start uh, with you know, making the first right step in this direction, what would you suggest? 
I would suggest first being honest with yourself. So write down, um, we don't, well, it doesn't have to be in a formal thing, but just write down how much money you have coming in and what you spend okay. that money on, you know, and be realistically, uh, you know, look at your credit card statement. Are you going yeah. to um, get pick up coffee every morning or are yeah. you buying things that you, you know, you're, you don't really need them. Either you're just buying them. Um, because oftentimes you don't think you can save money, but if you just look at what you're spending money on and say, you know what, if I just cut out that morning stop at the coffee shop and made my own coffee, that's probably $30 a week that I could start saving in an account someplace so that when I do need to buy something like my furnace breaks or my electric yeah. bill is more than I thought it should be, I have that yeah. money available and I don't have to panic because, you know, right. what we try to help people is to have freedom and not have to be stressed about their money all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's such a good feeling when you feel like you're coming around the corner of making some lifestyle changes and some lifestyle steps because as soon as it becomes a little bit more habitual, which takes time, mm-hmm, we have to like sure. get, we talk about it all in fitness inspired, like you're showing up muscle. It does take time, but something is better than nothing with, with both what Amy and I talk to people about all the time. And once we kind of build that habit up, it feels a lot easier, at least for me. Oh. Does it feel easier? What do you think on that? Oh, totally agree. I always tell people, I you know, just start saving something. I don't care if it's a dollar. Yeah. Um, but yeah. what it does, just like just like in fitness, it's a rippling effect. If you see that dollar is now thirty dollars at the end of the month, and then yeah. by the end of six months, you know it's. $300 or whatever that is, it just right. drives you to do more and more and more. And I always yeah. tell people, I only have to help you get started because you're going to drive yourself to to increase how much you have in these accounts because it is a motivating and you can say, oh my God, I can do this. Just yeah. like I've done numerous times with your classes, you know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> right. You yeah. start to level up. You're like, okay, now I can do this. And that is the most rewarding thing for me when I see like the visual, right? because yeah. a lot of times we can't see it in ourselves. But when I see the visual upgrade of either form or the ability to make like a, a movement, it mm-hmm. just gets me so, so, so excited because we can do so much more then we at first think like if you're feeling embarrassed about something, just be like, you know, like, like you just said, Amy, write it down. Let's be honest with where we're at with our baseline and then just start with something and let that drive you. That is so good. I love that. Yep. And you know, just like set goals, where do you want to be in three years, five years, 10 years, you know, those types of things make them realistic and, and you can have different goals, right? Like you can have a goal to buy a new car, you know, when we talk about finance, or it could be a bigger goal, like how much money do I want to save in retirement? Those types of things. So yeah. it doesn't have to just be one goal either. Yeah. Just like we talk about, you know, you can have yeah. a food plan goal or you can have a fitness goal. Right. So how often would you suggest 
us looking at, let's say, our mutual funds or bank accounts? Are those different rules of thumb? Or like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I always tell everybody, you know, um, your bank accounts, you're going to obviously look at those a little more regularly. Um, mm-hmm. Your investment accounts, um, you know, think they change daily. Um, so you have to like have a longer term goal if you're going to buy investments. Um, you know, you and I talk a lot about when do you need these, this money back? Because it's important to give your investments time to make you money. Um, right. Because you do have to buy those investments, so you want to you want some time to have it in there and grow for you before you actually have to to buy the money, which is why you set short term goals and long term goals because you invest differently for those goals. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So, do you have any thoughts on? I notice some people really like visuals, and mm-hmm. do you have any thoughts on visuals? to kind of either get our family involved or even just for our own motivation to see, like you said, to kind of drive us intrinsically like, okay, look at this. We're making progress. Like, here we go. Next right step. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you set your, like, I always tell everybody, try to have an emergency fund. So Mm -hmm. when you do an emergency fund, typically if you have two, a two income household, you want to have three to four months worth of your monthly expenses built up in that account. So that's a great place to start. If you know your bills add up to $3,000 a month and both you and your husband are contributing to that income, then you're going to want to have about $18,000 or you know, $15,000 in those accounts um, just because yeah. you want a buffer in there. So that's a great goal to start. And as you mm-hmm. save every month, like, so maybe you can put $500 in that account. Then when you get to that end goal, then you can go on to your next goal and save in another yeah. account. So you do have that visual visual of your account growing. Yeah, that's awesome. And one thing that I like to do personally and I want to do a better job of applying this to my finances, is what we do in Fitness Inspired. At the end of each month, we celebrate our progress and we celebrate that we're doing it. So like, let's say you have a big goal and you think, oh my goodness, it feels so far away. Or, you know, like Uh if you're planning on running a marathon and you can't, you know, you're you're work chunking it down and working backwards. Right. I want us to celebrate when we make each turn. Right. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yes. So Very important. That just feels so much better and you know provides uh, momentum and excitement for me that really drives, you know, just like, all right, here we go. We're doing it. Cause we often don't give ourselves credit. Like all the time, what do people do when naturally, when you give them a compliment, they kind of like, oh no, it's nothing. You know, you like kind of almost reject it. Right. Right. And so that's our natural lean. And I just want us to shift our mindset just a little bit on that and let's cheer each other on. And let's, when we make that step towards our goals, let's celebrate. Um, do you have any ideas for us like that you've seen your clients do uh, when they, you know, make a milestone in their goals? 
Oh, yes. And and I tell exactly that. I tell them that, you know, let's set a goal. So if you get to this goal, what are we going to do? You know, maybe it is now you can once you're there, now you can go back to stopping at Big B and picking your coffee up every morning because I do know you like that, you know, or, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you might take a, a staycation or a, a vacation for, a, you know, to celebrate because you have to celebrate those goals and those milestones or it doesn't keep you focused on why you're doing them. Right. You know? So tr- bringing it back to the why. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I like I, it. I really think if you don't know why you're doing it, it's hard to stay focused. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if you have like, I've found different times in my life too, where I didn't really like pay enough attention. I just thought this is what you do. This is what mm-hmm. you do. And that works until it gets hard. Right. So, yeah, like if you don't have a strong enough why, which it's totally fine, like let's think about it, let's kind of journal about it, let's dig down a little deeper. And, you know, it can be something that is important to you and stay away from just having it reflect what everyone else you think thinks. You know what I mean? It's like as soon as you hit resistance, it has to be deep enough. If you're like, nope, we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way around this, right, right, and and you you hit the nail on the head. It has to be what you want. It can't mm-hmm. be, you know, somebody told me I need a million dollars in my retirement account before I can retire. Right. That is so not true. Um, yeah, it has to be what you want and what you want to do with your life, and it's your life. It, it's not someone else's. Live your own yeah. dream, not someone else's dream. Right, exactly. And then I have this other habit of give us a tip on this. So I do like arbitrary things sometimes. Like I pick an arbitrary number, like you said. And then I'm just like, okay, this is my goal. But then I'm like, but why? <laughs> why is that exactly. my goal? Why is that my goal? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just picked this number out of the air. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a mathematician. <laughs> so do you have any ideas for us to make goals that actually are meaningful? The numbers mean something? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, writing them down and kind of, you know, it's hard for people sometimes to project to what they might need 20 years from now, you know, and we, yeah. and we deal a lot with illustrations and projections and, mm-hmm. you know, things will change. So it's important to check in on those goals, um, okay. you know, at least annually and just to make sure that you're still on track for what you, what you kind of set up. And, you know, it's important if you don't understand, there's tons of, um, you know, educational material out there. There's, you know, I love talking to people, you know, I help get a coach people. like Amy. So, <laughs> and that's exactly our job. Most my job mostly is just, you know, coaching people, helping them set up a plan. You know, I tell my clients, anybody can buy you these investments. It's, mm-hmm. you know, find somebody that you like to work with. You like to talk to that can, you know, you can be honest with and, and you want, I tell, you know, you want to come in and see us because, you know, we want to see you and we want to make sure you stay on track. Right. That has been really important for me. I really appreciate you, Amy, because especially now with everything feeling like very tumultuous, um, I call Amy off and I'm like, all right, is this, is this working? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's just, let's just check in. You know, you, yeah, you, you'll in. send me a message. Let's check in. And right, that's a right. great 
to do. Um, just check in and it might be a five minute phone call we have, yep. you know, over lunch or something, but it just makes yep. you feel better. It makes me feel better that you feel better. Um, yeah. and that we're staying on track with things. Definitely. Awesome. Okay. So I want to finish, uh, with you, you know, giving us something that we can like, all right, let's try this, like a step in the right direction of feeling like we're thinking about the long game. We're making financial goals. We're doing the thing that's going to make a difference. Do you have any thoughts of something very specific that we can, that can be our homework? I do. I have a great homework project. Okay. And I start all my clients with this homework project. Okay. Take two. Well, we can do it for a week. We can start with a week, but take two months typically and track your spending. So every week, look at and write down, you know, like get up, have coffee on Saturdays and write down where you spent money that week. Um, Mm -hmm. And you, most people are amazed at at what they spend their money on, like arbitrarily, you know, like, (laughs) oh, I bought these shoes and I didn't even really don't even know where they're at because they delivered them and I haven't even put them on yet. Those types of things. Yeah. So my, my homework or my goal would be just, Mm -hmm. just track your spending and see, Mm where if you're spending money where where you want it to go and I like the visual that you just said like on Saturday morning make yourself a cup of coffee if you're into that like that feels good so it's kind of pairing something that feels like ah with this new habit you're you're making and once you get you know a couple weeks in you know you start to see trends and like you said you're like oh wow I could, I could tweak this a little bit and look at how it's going to make a difference over the course of time. Exactly. Yep. Yep. For sure. And most people are amazed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally like a coffee person. I like to treat myself from a financial standpoint and a health standpoint with a latte once a week. But I got to say, I used to do it. You know, you get in the habit of doing, like you said, every day. And then I realized from that my health goals and from my financial goals, I'm like, hmm. And now I like to do it once a week and it feels more special to me. Exactly. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. It's, you know, what you feel like you're rewarding yourself, you know, because you did do that goal. You, you made your own coffee or you started drinking more water, which is totally more healthy for you. Right. Um, And, and you feel better about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yay. Thank you so much, Amy. This was fun. I'm excited. I'm going to work on my homework. I'm not promising <laughs> two months, but how would That's I start okay. with okay. a, a couple weeks? A Saturday morning thing sounds appealing to me. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, we all start someplace, just like I sometimes only have 10 minutes to work out, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Full circle. We came full circle. All right. Well, I will plan on talking to you soon. Thanks, Amy. You're welcome. Have a great day, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live With Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you could just make their day. And last thing is get on our list for our hump day inspiration. And that can be found at livefitnessinspired.com. All of this is free. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you next week.